Hello, and welcome to Revengers Friends from Work on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are my own. Please enjoy the show. You're listening to Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, with your host, Christina Zellin. In this final episode of Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, I will be ranking all different things throughout the MCU. I will be doing my ranking by doing my top five for each, and for some of the categories, doing some honorable mentions as well. Alright, kicking things off here, we are going with my top five favorite villains. I'm ranking these villains off of just likability of the person, and how well I think they did as a villain, and if they had like a villain-to-hero character arc. Yeah. Number five, we got Hela. She was cool. I liked her. She had a little bit of swagger to her, which always is bonus points for me. And she was like a good villain too. Like she she gave Thor a run for him, like a run for his money. Like she made them she, she she made them go on a big excursion to try and defeat her. And it wasn't even like Thor that defeated her. It was Surtur that actually did it. So it just goes to show that she meant business. And she was kind of like a unexpected character because we didn't know that Thor and Loki had an older sister. At least I didn't. So it was kind of cool that we got to see her introduced that way. So, yeah, I really liked her. Number four, we got Thanos. He's not higher on my list because there's just people that I like better than him. Motives, questionable. Swagger, kind of there. I don't know. He sa- He says some... He says some cool things, but uh, he just was just good. He, like, he, he got stuff done. He was the villain that one, so he gets high on the list because he was, he was working at it for years on end. This is a years, a, a years in the making process, and he finally got done. They had to, they had, they had to fight him twice, so that, that's just, that gets him up higher. Number three, the queen herself, Agatha Harkness. She is so sassy. I love it. Even though she like she has had like a cool villain arc of like not even knowing that she's there, like watching from the shadows, trying to befriend Wanda and just wait for her trap just to snap and then get her. Like it was cool. Like she like meticulously planned it out. Like she was she wanted to make sure that she was there inside Westview. She's like, you can never get into my head and look at my little witchy lair and whatnot and it was cool. I just liked her jokes. <laughs> her jokes were so funny. She's like, mmm, love the Cold War aesthetic. Like, she was just funny. Like, she was just, she was just like a good villain. And she was so good that we're getting our, our House of Harkness. She's getting her own show she was that good. So, that's just, she's, she's just, she's just done it. Catherine Heigl, or however you pronounce her name, absolutely killed it. Love her. That's why she's number three. These next two... I think you could all guess who they are. These are the ones that had a, a villain to hero-ish ish arc. I say ish because they kind of got there. Not really. This is a debate between the Winter Soldier and Loki. I'm not doing this based off of how much I like them because, of course, I love them both. But I'm purely going off of who was just the better villain when they were the villain. So number two is going to have to be James Buchanan Barnes. Bucky, the Winter Soldier. He was he was a good villain. Like I liked him as the villain. Like his character arc was 
interesting of how he got there first being like a hero and a soldier and then falling off the side of a train and then get converting into a villain who didn't think for himself and then get converting back to a hero back to a villain and finally set free from all of it to become a hero again he's just had like a really long because you know he's like 109 i think you said or 107 one of the, one of those years old so obviously he's been living for a long time to go through all that stuff but he's just had a very interesting arc and he was just a good villain like he was scary as a winter soldier like people feared him everyone thought he was a ghost story that didn't exist because of how long he's been doing it he's like he's been doing this for 50 years so like okay well obviously he's like an old person he's like Nah, he's in his mid-30s, dude. <laughs> like, he's an attractive young adult who's been doing this for 50 years, so they probably are like, what in the world is going on here? But James got it done. He was cool, so now he's a good guy again. Who's finally gets to live his life, be happy, not with Steve, but with Sam. Sam is fulfilling all of Steve's promises. So he has a, he has a new friend now. And he's finally cleared his name of being the Winter Soldier. He's just Bucky. Now, the number one villain in my book is Loki because of just tearing stuff up, man. Like, <laughs> in the first Avenger, like, he was, a, he was a good villain. Like, the first Avengers, like, he, he got them together. He was the reason that the Avengers got together. So, gotta thank him for that. I just liked him as a villain because, like, you know, he with his, like, illusions and stuff like that, and you never know what side he's gonna be on, like, that's, like, a, that's a, that's a villain there, like, not, never let him know your next move, you know, and he didn't, that was the thing, until Thor finally started putting the pieces together about what he's doing, he's like, yeah, I knew you were gonna betray me, that's why I put the little shocky thing on your back when you weren't looking, so even Thor started to pick up on some of it, but then he died, and that was really sad, but I don't know if he's really dead, we'll see, you never know with him. I'm giving an honorable mention to Ultron. Because I thought he was a good villain, too. Like, he had some right intentions. Like, I thought, like, he's very well-spoken. I'll say that. Like, he, he used a lot of big, fancy words. So that was... He got... He, he's, he's high up there. Didn't quite make the top five, but I like them as well. All right. Now we're moving on to favorite heroes. These are in no particular order. I repeat, I did not actually rank them from one to five. Because how could I rank them? I love them all so much. But these are just top five of my book and not in any order. Number one is Yelena. She may have only been in two things so far, but I absolutely love her with all my heart. She is so funny. One of the funniest characters in the MCU. We're related to Natasha, so that gets her bonus points. I just really like her, and I know we'll get to see her in the future. So, yeah, I love her very much. Number two, this is Natasha. <laughs> she was just, she was just so, she was just, I love her. She's so cool and just so cunning, and I just love her fighting style and everything like that. And she's been here for 10 years now, and she's been through a lot of things. And I just love, I just love her character arc of trying to just get out of the red room and, like, live a normal life and whatnot, and she gets roped in with shield and then she joins the Avengers. it's like she's just i love natasha she's she's just so cool number three the scarlet witch herself wanda maximoff also just she's just so, she's just so cool like her and like multiverse of madness like i was just like go go off sis go for it she was she was just tearing stuff up and just doing it and her character her arc i mean 
Wanda's had a hard life, and I want her to be happy. Marvel, when will you ever give that to her? I want to know, because I think a lot of us want to know, too, because she deserves it. She's done so much. She, she deserves to rest and be happy with her family and all that. Number four is Thor. I love that man. He's so funny and, like, clumsy and, like, a doofus, but in, like, a good way. Like, he just, he just says, like, funny things. Like, I just, he's, like, you, you know, he's, like, this, this crown prince of Asgard. And he's just throwing a ball out a window expecting it to break and smack him back in the face. He just, like, does silly things and he just, like, pops up again. He's, like, yeah. Because that's what heroes do. Like, he's, he's just, he's just a funny character. I really like Thor. Number five is Steven slash Mark. Moon Knight, compo- like putting the two together, I just love like they're just so cute. The two of them, the two of them together, I'm combining them as one person because that's technically what they are. They're they're just they're just so cute. You have a little cute and funny and dorky Steven and all innocent and whatnot. And you got Mark's like, yeah, mercenary. <laughs> then you got Jake just creeping around the corner like, what? Somebody say something? Like I'm still here too. I can't wait. I can't wait to see them together and like. Moon Knight season two, question mark? I don't know. I'm very excited to see the future of them. Honorable mention to a person who needs more credit than what he gets and is an often overlooked character, but I love him, is Scott Lang. Scott Lang is so funny. I don't know why people don't recognize him more. I love Scott. He's a, he's a family man. He's a great dad. He's the world's greatest grandma, too. Don't forget that. He's, he's just like a cool character. Like, I like him. Scott, Scott's the man. All right, now we're moving on to my favorite bite scenes. I'm back to actually ranking these in order again. So that's that. Number five was Shang-Chi versus Wenwu and like the final fight when they're fighting on top of the mountain and they're both like using the rings and whatnot. It was just choreographed so beautifully and I just love the visual effects in that movie was phenomenal. And I just love that fight because it has a lot of symbolism in it. So that that's good because you see... You visually see it, you like take in the symbolism, like, wow, this is nice. You have like the different styles of fighting. I really like I really like that fighting scene. It was very it was very well done. Number four was Doctor Strange versus Thanos in Infinity War. It was cool because it was like a it was like a magic battle. Like Strange was just using his Sorcerer Supreme mystic arts magic, and then Thanos was just using the power of Infinity Stones to counteract it. It was, it was just very cool. I had like the cute little butterflies and whatnot. <laughs> that was weird. I'm like, why didn't he turn into something that could like fight back against Thanos? No, he chose butterflies. I don't know if that's what the spell was. Can only change the butterflies, but that's what it was. So I just, re- I just really like that fight scene. Number three was the Thor versus like Hella final where they're like all teaming up and like taking down like her zombie things and then you just basically have like Thor and Valkyrie fighting and just having like the immigrant song in the background like it was so cool like everyone's like showing off their moves stuff like that I was just really cool I always get chills watching that scene just because of like the music itself and just everyone just throwing down and whatnot it was really cool I really like that one number two was the final fight in Endgame this isn't number one because I just want to say the fight, like the fight choreography itself wasn't the greatest. It's number two just because everybody was there. It's like the 10 years 
the 10 plus years of the MCU was just all coming together for just this one fight. And you just got chill. Like, I just literally got chills, like, hearing the music, seeing everyone come back. Like, literally everyone from every movie's all there. And I was like, yes, this is the buildup that we've been waiting for for 10 years. And you finally get it. And it was just really cool. My number one fight, which I'm pretty sure I've preached this in previous episodes, was the highway fight scene in the Winter Soldier with Cap, Natasha, and Sam versus the Winter Soldier. That is just one of the coolest fights. That that is the coolest fight because it's not, it doesn't have magic. It doesn't have everybody there. It's just a purely just a good firefight, which turns into a fist fight. Like that is the best hand-to-hand combat we've seen in the MCU, which is Sam versus, not Sam, Steve versus Bucky between all the knife flips and the shield throwing and literally just trying to just punch each other. The music was great because it lifted the intensity more than what it already was. Like, it was already a very intense fight scene, but, the mu- like, the music in that was just chef's kiss. It just totally, it totally tied it all together. And it was cool because it all, like, you could hear it. You could feel the tension building. Like, who is this Winter Soldier? And then you find out it's Bucky. You're like, oh, my God, it's Bucky. Cool. So that's why I just really like that scene. Honorable mention goes out to the Moon Knight slash Mr. Knight final versus Harrow, where they're both just like going back and forth and whatnot, and Steven's fixing his coat, and, and kind of like Layla joins in. I had, that was that was a cool fight scene too. It was it was good hand to hand, but nothing beats that highway fight scene. Now we're moving on to saddest deaths. This one was hard, but I did it. Number five was Aunt May. She didn't deserve to die. She did. She was trying to do the right thing. Both Marissa Tomei's and Tom Holland's acting was phenomenal in that movie, and especially Tom Holland's acting when she died, too. It was just heartbreaking to watch. It's like, it's poor Aunt May. What'd she do? Now Peter has no parental figure once again. That's very sad. So Aunt May gets number five. Number four is Loki. At the time when I first watched Infinity War... I wasn't too sad by his death. That's because I didn't get emotionally attached to the character yet. But now I have, so now it's why it's number four. This time I was watching it, I was like, oh, bye, Loki. But now if that happened, I'm like, oh my god, Loki, no! <laughs> like, my, my tone towards Loki has totally changed between 2018 and now. So it was it was sad. It, it, it was a sad death, but the sun shall shine on them again. Yes. Number three... Goes to Vision, mostly because I just want Wanda to be happy and getting her loved ones died twice in front of her. One by her killing him and another one by Thanos killing him. That was just sad. I liked Vision too. He was a cool dude. I want him to come back again. Number two, just going to Tony. I'm sorry guys, but Iron Man is not my favorite character. That's just because he's not my favorite character doesn't mean I don't like him. I do. Him in my mind just wasn't the saddest death. It was, it was good closure. I mean, it, w- it was a good way to end for him. He's been doing this for a long time. He finally, that's, that, was, that's, that was a very whole circle moment for how the character died. So, we miss you, Tony. Number one goes to my queen, Natasha. I was devastated watching Natasha die. Literally just a few days ago, my parents would like turned it on the TV and I heard the music from the other room. I'm just like, turn that off. 
I do not need to hear the music from that scene again. And I swear that gives me emotional trauma. Just listening to it again. It's like, I don't need to hear Clint screaming for her again. Turn it off. It's so sad. Natasha, I understand why for your character development, you needed to do that. But I'm still not at peace with it. And I want you to come back. And especially after seeing Yelena, like Yelena's side of the story. Uh, bring her back immediately. I need her. Next category is funniest characters. These I am once again ranking in order. Number five is Thor. He just does goofy things. That's why he's just, he's, he's just a silly, he's a silly goofy boy who's like 1500 years old. I'm very excited to see him team up with the Guardians of the Galaxy in Thor Love and Thunder. I feel like he'll be very, he'll be funny in that movie. That, that's, that squad there is just a very comedic duo. Number four, Scott Lang. Once again, he's just a cute, he's just like a, a silly, goofy little little dude. Like, he just like points out obvious stuff. He's like, uh, Vormir's like, is that like a planet in space? <laughs> like, Rocket's like, aw, it's like a puppy all grown up there. Like, you want to go to space? <laughs> yes, Rock, Rocket's funny too. He's an, he's an honorable mention for funniest characters for me is Rocket. Number three is Stephen Grant. Once again, he's, he's, he's just trying to mind his own business and live his little life and whatnot, and he just wants to be happy, and he's just like, ooh, nosy. And he's, <laughs> and Lundana told him that he's not gonna be a, a tour guy. He's like, it's actually crushing here. He's, he's just so cute and funny, I love Steven. These top two were hard because I wanted to put number two at number one, then I was like, nah, this person's been here longer. So number two is Yelena. She, she just is just funny just without trying. Like, just, like, making her mac and cheese just in Kate's apartment while she's just waiting to talk about killing her new friend. Like, who does that? Yelena does, apparently. She, she just does funny things. And she just does even funnier things. So that's why she's number two. Number one goes to our dead king himself, Tony Stark. His nicknames. His nicknames for people are so funny. Like, they, 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 just, they just roll off the tongue for him. It, it's, it's so funny, like... Captain America's capsicle and Jolly Green for <laughs> their uh, Hulk, and I love how he calls uh, Loki Scepter the glow stick of destiny. <laughs> like, he, he just makes up like funny nicknames for stuff like that, and I love it. And he's he's just very sarcastic with people, and I'm a very sarcastic person, so Tony is number one for funniest characters. Last category I'm doing is best solo movies. Number five is Iron Man three. Honestly, I didn't really care for the Iron Man solo movies. Like, they're decent, but not anything fantastic, but I felt like I should put an Iron Man on here, so I feel like the best out of the three of them is Iron Man 3. Number four is the first Doctor Strange. It's an underrated movie. I liked it. You get to see Steven for the first time. He's a good character. I, li- I, like, I like Strange. Like, he was just funny in that movie. Like, him and him and Wong. Like, him not knowing, like, Wong yet. Wong, like, barely, barely talking. Like... He's talking about like Beyonce and whatnot, and I just I just liked it. Like it, it was it was a good movie. Number three was Captain America: Civil War. It was a very it felt like an Avengers type movie more than it did a Captain America movie, but it was still good because we still had there was like a lot of characters there. And it was like a good story. It's like it was finally putting them like making them accountable for stuff like that, and I thought that was a good idea for a movie and seeing where the which adventure would go. 
which way. I thought it was, I thought it was good to see where their weaknesses lie and who would align with who when it comes down to it. So I thought that was I thought that was a good movie. Number two, Thor Ragnarok. It was just such a good. It was a funny movie. Like it it was just like a good. It saved Thor's trilogy. Thor Ragnarok did because let me tell you, Thor and Thor: The Dark World were not it. Thor Ragnarok, just, it was, it was a good movie. It had the humor, it had the fight scenes, it had the plot, the villain was great. Thor Ragnarok was a very good movie, and it was the movie right before Infinity War, so we got to see how it was built up to that. I liked it. Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorite movies. The number one solo movie was Captain America the Winter Soldier. I just love that movie. I could rewatch that movie so many times. I mean, I have, but I could just keep rewatching it. The villain is great. The plot is great. Like making Captain America like fugitive, and everybody wants to out, out to get him, and Nat's doing her own thing, and we get introduced to Sam for the first time, and we find out that the Winter Soldier is Bucky. Like it's just a very the fine scenes are great. Has a lot of drama in it. It's just a great. It's a great movie. That's why it's my number one solo movie. Honorable mention to Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness. I still think it's a good movie. Some people may not, but I liked it. I liked Strange in it. I loved Wanda in it. We got to introduce to some new characters, and we got to see what happens when Steven screws around with the multiverse a little too much and incursion happens. So I liked I liked that movie. Maybe some people may not. All right, guys. This is it this time. Actually, this time. I said at episode 9 it was going to be my last episode, but here I am in episode 20. So it's the end of the school year. I'm not making any more episodes ever. So thank you guys for coming along on this journey with me. I hope you have some laughs and stuff like that. So thank you guys very much for following me along on this journey of mine. There is no next time, but it's very sad. I was very sad just coming in this room and just recording it for the last time. So I hope you guys enjoy what Marvel has to offer for the rest of however long they keep making movies. So... Thank you guys. Christina, out.